0: Atomicast! Hello Atomics and welcome to Atomicast. This is the podcast exclusively for Atomic members and in this episode we're going to be covering part two of what to do if your offering isn't selling. If what you're selling isn't Selling Now, if you haven't listened to part one, because like I said, this is part two, where we covered the focus compass, go listen to that, because you may be a little bit lost. It's like starting The Walking Dead on season five. It just would not make sense. Who is Laurie? Who is Laurie? Okay. (laughs) In part one, we talked about how it was super important that your product and your offering were a 100% completely in line, synced up before you look at the bottom half of the compass, which is sales and marketing, which we're gonna be covering in this episode, right? So this episode is only if you have that perfect product for that perfect audience and it's still not selling, right? Because if you have a product that is rubbish and it's for nobody, then nothing that we talk about in this episode is going to be very helpful is it pete <laughs> because no. you can't sell rubbish with amazing marketing
1: yes exactly all
0: right well what, what you don't know is that i just hit record and i went for this one i kind of threw pete off a little bit
1: it, these so, are all your lines it's still your line to go as no, now. it's you
0: see see, cp let's, oh, okay. <laughs> let's
1: start with marketing first okay let's start with marketing first this is especially important if you are trying to sell something scalable that requires a lot of customers because you need volume. You need an audience of people, an audience of potential customers to sell your products to. Now, on Atomic, we do have Content Mavericks and Game Plan, both of which are going to help you to grow your audience. We also have uh, email, which is all about how to grow your audience on email as well. And this is incredibly important. And It's really important to start building an audience of people that are your potential customers, that are in sync with your offering and your audience, um, your your people, right? And I think that's where people fall down. I think people are often attracting the wrong people Mm -hmm. and thus when they hit them with their offering, it's not working because they're attracting the wrong people in the first place to read their content. And oftentimes this is because, you know, you're trying to either impress your peers or you are trying to just get anyone and everyone to read your blog and that leads to a lack of quality in people that is, that have been attracted to you. So like I said, content mavericks, email, they're gonna really help you attract the right people to you. And you wanna give them something, you know, a reason for them to subscribe to you. Like you need to be consistent. You need to be doing something that's different and original to anyone else and it needs to be purposeful to your audience it needs to give them value
0: i think that's really important as well if you're in quite a competitive industry where a lot of your competitors are also creating content you need to really ask yourself are you just adding to the noise or are you doing something different that's going to catch people by surprise and make them you almost want to force them to pay attention to you like Mm -hmm. you are like your goal with marketing is to force as many potential customers to pay attention to you. Not necessarily (laughs) buy, because that's the next bit, but to pay attention to you. Yeah, I like it. And subscribe to you. And subscribe. And remember the 90-10 rule. We're not trying to get them to pay attention to us everywhere. We're trying to get them to pay attention in where we're investing 90% of our marketing efforts. Yes. And for many, many businesses... Most atomic members, I would say, we would want you focusing on growing that email list as well, because email is a great, great place to sell. We've talked about that a lot in atomic as well. Mm-hmm. Shall, is that it for the marketing quadrant? That's
1: it for Do the marketing quadrant. Do you have anything quadrant. else to say? I don't think that's it, It's my, right? it's my line. It's again about now growing then. your audience, bringing it onto <laughs> email, and that's where you're probably going to sell the most. Yes.
0: All right. Should we go into like the fourth quadrant then? Mm-hmm. So the fourth quadrant is sales drivers, okay? So if you have got your perfect audience in mind, your perfect potential customers, you have got the perfect thing that you're going to sell them that they actually want, and you've started actually growing an audience of them, so a lot of them are paying attention to you, now it's time to sell to them, right? And a lot of marketers will talk about content marketing in a way where almost selling is looked at as being bad like we should never ever sell like we just give 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 value and i think we don't necessarily 100 percent agree with that kind of that's not our notion do we right because yes if that's all you're doing like if all you are doing is creating content about how people can buy from you then that's not going to attract anyone to you mm-hmm. but like we can't we can't look at selling as something bad that we're not allowed to do because then we'll never make any money, right? You need to sell. You need to sell.
1: <laughs> but there's ways to do it. Yes. There's so lots of
0: different ways. So we've got a two-step process, right? So the first step mm-hmm. is to create opportunities to sell. So if you've been through Content Mavericks or done some vow trainings on Atomic, you may have heard us talk about hand raises before. So we have grown an audience of people who are potential customers. We kind of want to find out in the audience who is actually interested, right? And we create opportunities to sell. It might be things like downloading our price guides, it might be things like attending a webinar, it might be things like clicking on a specific link in one of our emails so we can follow up with people. We wanna create those opportunities to actually sell more directly to certain people in our audience. Yeah, and by getting them to like raise
1: their hand. Yeah. Like, metaphorically. <laughs> so that's kind of
0: the first thing we want you to ask yourself, are you doing that? Like are you creating those opportunities to sell to people? Yes. If perfect. not, do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, create those opportunities, create that hand raiser content so that you know this person is interested and you should follow up with those people. And that's the next step, right? The follow up. How do you actually sell to people? in the most effective way. Now, payday on July 18th is gonna help you massively with this, we're gonna be covering this a lot more, how to create more sales, get paid what you're worth, and improve that overall sales um, um, process. And, and I think this is really where people fall down a lot of the time. You know, a lot of people have a good product or service, it's, it's ready there for the right people, but yet, for some reason, it's just not selling. And what most people will say is, you know, I get all my business through referrals, not from my website or search or email marketing or anything like that. And, and why do you think that is? Do you think it's because the word of mouth is particularly awesome? Or is it because your online sales process is pants? <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's that one. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's that one. I think people have a big opportunity here. There's huge potential for you listening right now to improve this and get more sales immediately by improving that sales process when people find you online. So it's about finding that point where a customer comes across your website or your service and you hit them in the face hard with their pain point to make them want to kind of read and get to know more, tease their curiosity. And then it's about taking them through the steps to elevate them to the point where they can't wait to buy. Now, what is that process for you? You need to figure that out. For some people, for some products, that might be quite easy. It's like, hey, literally, this is me. This is what I've got. For some people, it might need a really long, complex, like, sales page. For some people, it might need, like, a call, it might need a behind-the-scenes. It might need a demo. It might need a free trial. And would you agree maybe the more expensive it is, the more complex that process needs to be? Exactly. Now, I've checked out a few sales pages. Of our members? Of our members. Uh, oh, Ooh, oh, no. I know. <laughs> and it's been on to you guys. To, to give this some context, like the Atomic sales page is like really long, and it sells Atomic like, where we try to sell it in the most effective way possible. we're constantly changing it. We're constantly changing it, yes. But it's quite long, and there's a lot to it. We talk about the exact program and what you're going to learn. We talk about all the pain points that our exact customer has. We talk about the testimonials, the case studies. We talk about us, our achievements. We show um, case studies. Like, we go through every single possible objection and FAQ that you might have before joining an Atomic and try and answer them. Like, it's a long page. An Atomic is less than a thousand pounds. But yet, when we go on to some of your service pages and you're selling a service that's maybe a few hundred pounds a month or a few thousand pounds, and it's like three paragraphs of text. With a contact form. With a contact form, to which is a button to a contact page which doesn't load properly and doesn't work. And it's this kind of perspective that needs to change, right? Because when someone lands on your service page, it needs to persuade them to buy. So you need to add more to it, and potentially take them on them uh, take them on a journey to delve a little bit deeper to persuade them. It might involve, like I said, uh, a behind the scenes. It might involve a, a, an initial well, like consultancy call or a demo, a trial, or uh, inviting them to a webinar first. It might involve something like that. Of course. But you need to know what that process is. And on Payday, we're going to help you create that process.
0: Yes. I think we did okay. I think this is the first one that we have not
1: actually rehearsed. <laughs> so I feel like yeah. it went pretty well. You're just like, oh, should we do this podcast? Yes, record. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> oh, we're doing this. Oh, how's it go. <laughs> so, anyway, let us know what you thought of that one. And we'll I thought that was one of our more, more
0: useful ones. Mm-hmm. All right, that's Clearly it. haven't rehearsed the ending, though, because this is a bit
1: of a, a cluster F. You ready for the ending? Go on, give it to them. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Whoop, whoop.